welcome to the Loot Duel Podcast. We're here to entertain and inform a bit while talking about Digimon. I'm Mark, I run with the will and produce Digimon on Blu-ray. I'm A.R. Pulver, and I gotta say I quite enjoyed the mandatory Be Nice to Frontier week we just had. I'm DevQ, and I'm definitely putting a co-hosting a podcast onto my resume. There you go. It counts. It counts. Especially since in a few months, I think it's going to be two years since you've been here. Oh, snap. I feel old. And think, Dev, it all started with me going, are you free for one night? Yeah. And a- that's and, how you got me, too. And AR wasn't even here that night was the funniest yeah, was part. the night I had to miss. You were replacing AR. I am the replacement goldfish. Very good replacement, though, I have to say. Yeah, AR got flushed down the toilet for one episode. and then one episode. Well, well, as I recall, what happened there was May wasn't going to be able to make it, and I believe AR was like, was death. Just... you were like deathly ill, but you were going to try to make it anyways because you knew May was not going to be able yeah, to make I, it. Yeah, I, I was just sick that day. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, you, you go, Dev says she can do it, and then at the last minute, May popped up also, so I ended up not even needing Dev, so instead it was both of them. So that worked out well. Yeah. And then the hiatus is almost over. It the show is back this weekend. Although it's worth oh, it's although it's although it's worth mentioning, the timing is odd when the show went on hiatus. If you try to watch the show right when it goes up, it's in based on where you live, it, it may be an hour later because we had time change oh, during yeah. the hiatus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the accursed daylight savings time shenanigans. Yeah. So double not only double check when it is, double check against other people because often for the first week or two when stuff's back, Crunchyroll doesn't realize daylight savings time has happened and will still list the old times. So, mm-hmm. so it will go up when we think it will, but it will say it's going to go up at 6.30. Yeah. So we will see. Um, that episode, Nightmare, will also have the third ED by Bye Bye Hand. Do we want to place bets on if we like it or not? I, my my only bet is it will be completely inappropriate to the tone of the episode. <laughs> okay, I don't know. okay. Like the other the, the other bet. The previous two endings were nice but forgettable. That's that's the main issue I have with them. Like. The a lot of the Atmon EDs weren't good, but I actually remember like the tone of them. Like, I like the, the last one, the last the, one, the last, really the last one everyone liked, I think in general, yeah. and we knew we'd like it because that's composed by Miyazaki. Yeah, yeah, that's the someone who three. understands what Digimon music is and all that. Yeah, uh, the first yes, three, I can exactly what I came here for. Yeah, and then play, it leave it. and then we have to place your bets. Is Part of the ED going to be that artwork we got at the Ghost Game event. I'm going to say I yes. Feel, I want to say absolutely. And does episode 22 have Kano Weissman in it? I'm or say they, no. So you think you think they're going to jump? I think we're going to get. A, I think we're going to get like a like Hikari and 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 Tailmon in, in the Keep On ending. Or is it going to be them, but they're going to be blacked out? Like they did for Tamers originally. Yeah, it's hard to black it out with an image like that. Cool. I, I no, it's like gonna be here. No, it's, it's gonna be hero riding on a silhouette. 
You're riding a sensor bar. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so that's this weekend. It's like we're watching World's End Harem. Yeah, sensor bars came up in a conversation with me and Dev over the weekend. Oh, yes. I, I was going through, because uh, uh, Sentai Filmworks has a sale right now, and their sales are often blowout type ones. So basically, I'll go through and go, what do I not own that's worth buying? And basically, oh well, that is three dollars. Hot ba- damn! Yeah, and since a lot of the shows I don't know, I'll go. You know, I'll look at a quick description. I'll look at the cover, and I'll make a list and I'll send it to friends. Going, you know, what do you think? You know, I I expect this is trash. And and Dev can say the the information that I put is relatively thorough for stuff that I don't actually know. And I go this one. I go. I'm under the impression this one's trash. But I think it's supposed to be like really fucking bad. And I go, Dev, you know what? And she went, Oh, that's basically porn. Yes. It's oh yeah. Also, yeah, like okay. it's like like is this trash? Like no, this yeah. is a dumpster yeah. fire. De- Dev, that you De- poured gasoline into. Dev, Dev was basically like, for thirty dollars, it's not worth it unless you've watched an episode or two first. And then I go, if it shows up in a future one for eight dollars, and I haven't seen it, should I get? She goes, you can probably find eight dollars of enjoyment out of it, or at least not be. Wasting a lot because that was a redo of Healer. Yeah, it's De- De- Dev presented it to me very well, and that was basically it's exactly what I said it was. Get gas on fire, basically. Yeah, and e- Ian screaming in the chat at once the name was said. E- yeah, yeah, and and that was the show that basically anyone who tries to keep up with weekly anime that I know, every single person was like, "Do you know what this is?" <laughs> and that clarified things very, yeah, it very, clarified things very quickly. So that one, I will wait to decide until I've either seen an episode or two or eight. Once it's eight dollars, I don't care if I ever see it. Like it's like for the price of like yeah. a coffee. And it's a half. it's sort of like um, I have not seen any. I think I saw one episode of uh, Rini, which is the um, most recent manga anime a few years ago from Rumiko Takahashi. They had all four Blu-ray sets of that for $8 each. For $32, I will go ahead and buy that mostly sight unseen because on her stuff's always very good. Even if this is just bland, it's still going to be worth $32 for three seasons just, worth. Just pointing out that Ian pointed out in the chat that that was a reference to my comment. Oh, okay. And I, which, I still oh, censor bar. It's, which I still regret because it led to that tangent. Okay, I thought I thought that response was to the name of the show, but no, yes, yeah, that was for me. Yeah, so oddly, everything I got from the company that does like the kind of like the most trashy stuff, almost none of it was actually trashy. Like I think the trashiest thing I got was um. I like how we uh, got snafu. into this conversation by discussing censor bars over Canna Weissman. Well, it it was relevant because like. It's not relevant. No, it was 100% relevant because Dev even pointed out, is it uncensored or not? When it came up in the conversation. But yes. Yeah. Ghost game this weekend, there will be no censor bars. Hopefully. (laughs) And then. Now I want the the censor bars, totally. And then April Fools. They they love doing April Fools at Digimon. This was more low key, but it was also very fun. Uh, fake Agumon Hakase takes over Digimon Profile and remakes it to Sukumon Profile, and it is about Sukumon and Digimon Poop. 
I was trying to think of how they could do an April Fool's joke, and this is like, of course they could do they do a fake profile. Like that's the best. Fantastic. No, that's the best part. Is is no, exactly. But that's the best part. Is is outside of some embellishments, this is actually a real Digimon profile. It's actually kind of interesting information. Like I didn't know some of that. Yeah, and that's that's where the April Fool's joke works really well. Is is, and it's even mentioned by Agumon Hakase once they quote unquote cleaned up the page if you ignore the embellishments this is actually all good relevant information if you don't know about sukumon or what's going on with all the poop in digimon like it actually is relevant information and then the weird like painted image of him on a toilet that's a fucking amazing <laughs> God. That's yeah, just the idea just the idea that it's expelled data that is that takes the form of poop because it is meant to be treated as waste. Like that's some strange world building going on here. But also Tihi poop. But yeah. But yeah, yeah they, they redid the page. Then when it was fixed, they added the message from the real Agumon Hakase about it. Just all very good quality work. The only weird thing to me, um, the Sukumon and Chumon art for, like, when they're talking is new, I believe. Or at least I don't recognize it. I do not recognize it at all. It may have been used on the April Fool's um, uh, Twitter icon in the past. It was this year. It may have been there. I don't recall. But I, I feel like it would have been nice if fake Agumon Hakase got some new artwork. I mean, they can't effort all the way. To be I fair, the there's effort. a lot of effort. There's a lot of effort here. the effort they put into these. No, so that's the weird like, thing is, is every year, even if it's a late, even on the rare occasions we get a lazy April Fool's joke, it's still a lot of effort and still almost always is framed in some way that it means something to fans, which is very nice. Yeah. Like, we got new Digimon a couple years ago. Like, that, that's, Yeah. So yeah, this was very good. I really recommend reading it because it's actually a really fucking good read. Like, I wish they would archive it though. Like that, make that consider that an official numbered. It is. It is. You can still access it. It is still there. Still access. They actually added a section by Agumon Hakase explaining why they're leaving it there. It just doesn't have okay. the theming. Oh, okay. Of like the the like the moving poops in the background. It's the normal profile. Theming. Okay. But the text is there, and it has the message from Agumon Hakase himself, which was not there during the April Fool's joke. His comment is basically, fake Agumon Hakase took it over and wasn't looking. It's all kinds of serious talk about poop. And he goes, minus the exaggerations, the information's actually spot on. And he goes, I'll keep a lookout next time, but I guess we're cleaving it up. (laughs) Like, it it actually complements the writing, minus the random exaggerations, which... Are, you know, like they talk about yeah. Sukumon being yeah. like the most powerful Digimon there is and stuff like that. But yeah, good uh, good one. It actually is where the numbering would go. It doesn't have a fake number or anything like that. It's number 30. Okay. So okay. yeah. Um, and then we get the deluge of anniversary. So 22nd anniversary for Digimon Adventure 02. 02 has to go, has to stay in the background for a bit because it's getting stuff constantly now because we know what's coming. Yep. Savers is 16th anniversary, and hey, the 15th anniversary. I think there was a T-shirt last year. Oh, poor Savers. There was that white T-shirt which had the print the of the keychain. Yes. Oh yeah, that that was cute. I'm trying to think if that's all there actually was. Um. I'm sure there was something else at some point. 
it just wasn't like relevant to matter. Uh, Tamers was the twenty first. At this point, Tamers is done. Minus, you know, there's always a little bit of drag, especially with products that aren't out yet. So we'll see more. Uh, Adventure twenty twenty has its second anniversary, and it's still very strange to me that new stuff's coming out. I honestly would have thought that, at least in Japan, the branding would be gone at this point. That we're still getting the occasional plushie is really fucking weird to me. Hey, it, it prints money. No, but what I mean is is anything they're making at this point for 2020, you could throw on a normal adventure logo and there's no difference. Obviously, yeah, there must be some logic behind the decision. Yeah. Obviously, here, we're now starting to see that logo more and more because they're getting ready for it to happen, but yeah. Then we have the 20th anniversary of Frontier, and man, it's Frontier. Frontier's getting it's in. It's their time. It's very interesting because because they decided to announce stuff on April 1st, a lot of people got confused about when Frontier started because it didn't start that day. They just pre-announced this year, which they didn't last year, which kind of made it feel a bit more like grand, to be honest, because they weren't fighting against other stuff launching. Yeah. Because last year, you know, Partners launched, and they sort of slid that in here this year. But so much happened on April 1st last year, Tamer sort of got, like, punched in the chin a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so this time, uh, they put up their little... Not the, the the Partner calendar has a different art image every month, rather than, you know, actual information. We get the nice little... The logo's very nice. It's not a carbon copy of the one we've seen before. Yeah. Which means it already has more effort than Tamers. <laughs> um, so we get the logo. They announce they're going to do the same thing with Tamers each week uh, for users in Japan. An episode will go up on YouTube. It will be Very up for nice. free for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll skip over the stuff that we have to discuss later. Uh, there will be a graph art c- collaboration with stuff in July and August, which we'll all look forward to that, I'm sure. Graph art always has really nice that I yes. want all of it. Um, we get the new key art. The party art this time, everyone's dressed like really nice. We're not yeah. sitting we're not sitting here going where these did these kids dress themselves? Yeah, they're they're surprisingly effective at dressing themselves, which is not necessarily Surprising. what I would have expected from the Frontier cast. <laughs> yeah, I that makes sense. And the it art doesn't act- look like just like the regular art with a suit just like haphazardly to be to be fair to be fair by the time we got that art for tamers that was nine or ten months into the celebration like like the early art was good that was like when it was like oh shit we still have months to go we need to get something going yeah and then we have something that went up for pre-order and it was not taken down days later (laughs) (laughs) so we knew frontier dim cards were coming we expected they would be EX3. We thought it was going to be like a two-pack in retail like they did for Adventure. Tamers ended up being different because there were issues there. This is actually far more exciting and, like, splendorous than you would have expected for Frontier, isn't it? All yeah, six... I was expecting, like, Agumon expect... and Wolfmon and, like, one line. Here, go yeah. fuck yourself. Here we get yeah. uh, six dim cards over three all sets. It includes all the... Um, spirits basically you get two sets per more or less there's a few oddities just because of the numbers you have to deal with various other frontier characters are slid in when possible 
Mm-hmm. Um, the the fire and light cards get you Suzanuman. It is of course very much a well designed celebration of Frontier in dim card form. Yeah. The only complaint that you could make, and I saw some people make them, they didn't like where the secondary ones were. And to me, it makes sense because there's no reason to pair some of them minus the characters who fought in the show. And there's better places to put some of them. For example, like the wind and wood spirits make sense to put together for a cohesive theme. Yeah. Like, I, I like that they didn't go with the obvious choice of putting a wind and water together. Yeah. Like, Put them, like, separate them a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like, I saw some people wanted light and dark together. It's like, no, 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 absolutely not. Dark has plenty for a... Dark has two sets of shit on its own. It needed its own card. It's... I'm very good. I've never seen the spelling of Loimon before. I'm sure it's shown up... Constantly. I'm sure it's shown up somewhere. But this is one of those where I swear they changed the spelling... Every few years, they, they did. The last time it was like it was like two O's last time, wasn't it? And an extra E. They, and... they, yeah, they they there was an at some at they're some, very incon- they're very inconsistent yeah. on that. Uh, at some that supplemental U. At some point, I'm pretty sure there was an umlaut over the E. At some oh, point, oh yeah, I remember that. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. So the prices are good on these. I ordered a few just to have around because. Damn! At no point, at no point would I have called. Oh, they're going to do more than just fire and light. Yeah, yeah. Like that, they're all there, and there isn't any real imbalance. Like you, you could argue there's some imbalance for the Chakmon one, but that one's necessary just because of the realities of how many things they have. Mm-hmm. So they filled that one out with things that made sense, and everything looks really good, to be honest. Like. These are really impressive lineups. And they have a second child form each, which is new. I'm still a little bit, like, I don't, ex- I didn't expect them to do it, but I was hoping that they would make, you know, new child levels. Oh, for no. The other I, I didn't expect that at all. Because here's the thing if you're going to do something I didn't like expect that, it, that. But I wanted it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, if you do a child level thing, you're going to do that when you can sell products and mass here people are gonna buy these like if we get another limited base store in four or five months then you might have some weird shit but i don't see that as actually celebrating frontier though because it's just not part of it if that makes sense like 20 years on does it functionally matter to do that nah but i just like new digimon oh we all do but I just mean in the sense of, hey, it's a celebration of Frontier. Let's put in a bunch of stuff that never existed and will never be used in any fashion ever. <laughs> yeah, so uh, pre-orders close May 23rd. I would really like if to um, the pre-orders on Premium Bandai USA to open before they close here, it feels a bit dickish to wait like they do sometimes. Because yep. like I, because like I know some people waited for um, what what's the the Wormmon one called? Primeval oh, Warrior. Uh, ancient Warriors, I think. Yeah, I think it was because Vmon was Ancient Warrior, and I think Wormmon's Primeval Warrior. It's been okay. Yeah, one of it's, those. It's those are in hand in Japan, and they still have not gone up on Premium Bandai USA. I know people starting to get a little bit worried if they'll be able to get those, or if they should just grab them from the scalpers now before they go up in price even more. So we'll see there. 
It's always a gamble. Yeah. I kind of like the black theming on the dims themselves. They look nice. They have the little symbols on them. They really did a good job on everything with these. Like, it really does look nice. And then Frontier stuff continues with Pop-Up Shop. So, this opened on April 2nd as just with existing stuff. And it was announced that then on April 9th, it would have a Frontier Corner with a limited amount of new Frontier merchandise. Um, So that's happened. New key art for everything. Again, the key art looks really good. They did two versions, one with the kids, one with the Digimon. Nice and crisp. Yeah, all looks very nice. The products are limited, but I actually think it's slightly better than the norm. So we get the Frontier logo keychain. I don't know why I'm amused by this one. I am. Cloth in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> Cloth posters for both. If I if these were sold local to me, I would actually think of getting one. The price is good. It's not something I would import, but I would consider getting one if it was like possible just to get it easily. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then, it's nice to have, but it's just a pain to go out of the way for it. Then the cushion does. I don't know why I'm so amused by this one specifically. The cushion designed after Seraphimon's egg. <laughs> um, and the best part is, and Dev can probably guess, Dev, do you know how this is sitting in the stores? Oh no, is it vacuumed flat? Yes, it's the vacuum seal <laughs> bags. Mm. So, oh. so where it looks like all fucked up and everything. It's just like, oh man, it's so amazing because, I mean, it makes sense to do because it, it keeps it cleaner, it keeps it fresher and everything. But it just looks easy to store and transport. But at the same time, it looks fucking horrible. Yeah, I I was stocking the shelves at work and we got in like a whole bunch of these squishmallow looking things and they kind of look horrifying when I opened up the box and there was just these like. Yeah. It's like, moisturize me. Exactly. They (laughs) are stored that way in the stores. I've seen people taking photos of the stores and seen them there. Um, Then we have uh, keychains with the different designs from the art. I like that they're doubling up on the designs. It works well for Frontier. Mm -hmm. Then the greatest exclusive. What's weird is... I'm not sure if this is new or if we've seen this before. It feels like something we must have had at some point. I feel like that's something that a fan created when Frontier I, came out. See, I think this. I think the Bokumon book cover, I think it might have been at that franchise 20th store where it had stuff from every thing. I think something like this has shown up before. Um, then can badges, which... Their can badges. Oh, I think I know. I think it might have been as an example of things for the Digimon partners, like submit ideas. Oh, or, it was one. Oh, was, yeah. it, was it one of the? Nice. It was one of the submit ideas, it wasn't it? Suggestions. Yeah. Okay, that may have been it. Um, and that's it for not a lot of exclusive products. It's a good start to the anniversary. I would like to see a Frontier store later, though. That is something I would hope we get. Oh, well, if this stuff sells well, that might be a positive yeah. for uh, more later. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be shocked if they do what they did last time, where they did, like, the specialty screening of a few voted-on episodes, and this was just something that they could have on day one. But we will see. Um, on top of that, they announced DigiFest will be this summer, July 30th. 
Not much to say there, but we can probably guess it will be Frontier-themed. Frontier. And they will probably vet any scripts better than they did last year. <laughs> you hope so. <laughs> Although, to be fair, I believe the audio drama ends with Loemon getting uh, genocidal thoughts for the <laughs> last Frontier audio drama. I believe that's how that ended. Was him getting ready to contemplate murder. Ah, uh, so basically just being a re- uh, service employee. <laughs> that's too Those... that's too accurate, Tef. Um, Those twins are both oh, edgelords. Yeah. Great. And then with the second anniversary adventure, uh, the soundtrack started to stream outside of Japan on Spotify. I haven't check- I checked other places since that day. Um, it's the full soundtrack CDs minus the TV size vocal themes that were there. Uh-huh. And so those are there in full. Nice English titles for everything, which is very nice. They spelled the composer's name correct, which is also nice, and they don't always do. Although I would really like that anytime the word brave appears in something, they stop and think about if it should be courage. Because it feels like they're oh. not doing that lately. Like song song one on so, song one on soundtrack two is the chosen ones bravely. That may be accurate, but wouldn't you say maybe you should just put you know courageously or something? Maybe. Mm, that one well, I'm is, willing like, to give a pass. To. Oh, so am I. So I'm I'm willing. Yeah. I'm willing to give a pass on that one. But it's happened enough lately that anytime I see the word brave, I kind of give it the stink I eye. Saw. Just in case. Well, that's yeah, that's yeah. the post Kazuna stuff that. Yes, I'm still somehow managed to get it wrong like every time. And get it at I will say this: Bond of Bravery is at least better when they kept trying to go Yuki's Kazuna, and they just kept trying to write it out in Romanized Japanese, and it didn't work. Yeah. Um, then we got Whoa. the the April Digimon calendar. A lot of interesting stuff here, but not much to talk about because it's all stuff that's, you know, exists. We are new about? Yeah. Like, the most interesting original thing from here was they announced the uh, a new Black War Greymon raid at roughly the same time. And it upset people because it counts as a new raid because they changed the banner. So you they can't get the original War Greymon banner if they missed it. Because they're got ca- oh. a new hat. Exactly. Although they actually want the old hat is the funny part. And then we had an update for the Blu-rays, which I was very happy when that was like, it's like, oh, I can actually say I've already gone through all the video because I just was I just wasn't saying anything about it. It's like, oh, uh, I can do that now. So that's going well. Uh, Like we said, the handful of episodes that they had some kind of weird chroma color issue. I don't know what happened to five of them, but they've always been broken going back to the original airings. Those have been re-edited. How do you guys like the font matching for the title? You know, I have that font, so I could yeah. probably do that myself if I wanted to. I've yeah. always had I know this how one it's a pain in the ass. That is. Yeah, I know it's a pa- I know it's a pain in the ass, but that one particular font. Yeah. Every time I'm going through trying to looking for fonts for stuff, I come across that one and go, "Oh, it's the it's yeah. the every, dub font." Every time I see the quote marks, I get confused. Because they don't look like the rest of the font. Well, now I'm going to check. Because it's a very curvy font, 
but the quote oh, marks. Oh God, I see it, and the quote marks are like perfectly like, squares. Angular. They don't yeah. look like the rest of the font. Every time I was going through the show and saw that, my brain would like skip for a moment because it looks wrong. But that is one hundred percent what it is. Um, I'd be half to just remake the font at that yeah. point. Look yeah. like. And uh, Justin put up images of him attempting to clean up some of the larger issues that came up. Uh, like we said, it's not going to be perfect. The show does not allow that, but trying to clean up some of the bigger oddities, like larger instances of mouth blending, which tends to happen with older interlaced digital shows. Yeah. I can guarantee you all of those won't be gone, but we tried to catch the bigger ones and clean them up. And what comes to mind is still like Sore's mouth in that one example looks like Captain Caveman. <laughs> I I like how much you've liked Captain Caveman for that example, but yeah. But yeah, that, I, that's one of those. What came to mind immediately, despite yeah. not having seen it in at least yeah. like fifteen. No, no, God, oh, God. yeah. That, and, and the best. That, that's the first time I've thought about Captain Caveman in twenty years. And, and here's the best part. And yeah. Here's the best part. And someone asked Justin this on Twitter. Do you know how you fix that type of error? Redraw it by hand and cry. No, no. You have to find uh, exact clean frames and then change them frame by frame. Oh, no. Which is why I would only expect the bigger examples like those to be fixed, not some of the small ones that you won't notice in natural watching, because, yeah, it, there's a, there was a lot. I wrote many notes, and I'm looking and forward to... And the chat for Justin. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, he, he's going through everything. It's... There were a lot of notes, and I'm very happy with how it looks because I know how bad the show looks at time. And it's like thank you, but yeah. also we're sorry. Yeah. It, well, it's like it's it's like we've said there are definitely seams and small oddities that you probably will notice. But then if you go and pull up old DVDs, you go, oh yeah, I'm I'm never looking at the DVDs again ever, never ever. <laughs> it, it the show is watchable now and. Um, AR, I think you revisited it not recently, but you've looked at it, right? Um, not with the DVDs. I mean, I put them on for my kid every once in a while, and yeah, they look awful. Yeah, they are borderline not watchable. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Th th this does not fix everything. This makes the show what very watchable. Though I'm really happy like, with how the video the, looks. If, like, if like these old DVDs looked any worse, any more like ass, they'd have to put sensor bars on them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we have a theme for the week, and, and really, yeah. really, really got to give credit to um, Caleb. The episodes that were broken, he had to reclip and match everything Saban did. And here's the thing: uh, this isn't well known if you don't do video work. Um, Saban didn't actually edit that much out of most Digimon episodes, but they used a frame clipper so they could fit in an extra commercial. So a lot of yeah. so a lot of shots or scenes may have just a frame or two clipped out. So you have to match those or the audio won't fit. Which means he would have had to have done all that by hand, checking everything. And he did a great job and I'm it looks so good. Like even the stuff that looks iffy looks a hundred times better than what we have. I'm so happy with it. And hopefully we'll get to share more soon. The Digimon Illustration Contest had the formal winners announced. Uh, very nice lineup of, like, it's one of those weird things where 
you can look at every piece and understand why it was chosen. And some of the ones we thought deserved to win actually showed up highly. Yeah. Especially that Agumon one. That Agumon. Yeah, the Agumon is very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, there's so many good ones, though. It's actually, like, hard to count because they're so good. I do not disagree with the Lilymon one being the top choice. That card looks That gorgeous. one wins just as much for the background. Yes. That's the one actual Lilymon. That, that, that's what, that's gorgeous. That's one where it won not because the art is great and the art's great, but it won because the composition is perfect for an art piece. Mm-hmm. That is... Especially since, if you look, you see the whole evolution line. Yeah. I mean, that is fantastic work. And I believe you even see a few alternate evolutions hidden in there. Oh, you're right. Like, on the left side, like, behind... Oh, the- yeah! Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. A, there's a few different ones if you look carefully. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it really is a celebration of Lilymon and that entire line. Because there's a few, like... Here's the thing. You can notice the one that looks sort of like Palmon, but not. But then you look up yeah. and you see the crown and you go, oh, that's a good choice to have, like, just hidden in there slightly. That's yep. some that's really amazing composition. And the the flowers all around, the vines being also, Palmon's vines. I uploaded these in such high resolution. I'm trying to yeah, say yeah. if that's on purpose or if that's just yeah. laziness. Because it doesn't feel like that's something they would do. We don't even get that for their artwork. God, no, it's like 320 yeah, pixels. Yeah, but it, it helps you appreciate it more. No, it really does. Close. It's really well done, and this is one where the composition won, because it's just gorgeous. And th- I like the choice... Even cho- the negative space does it. Yeah, and the judges' mm-hmm. choices all make sense. I like that we got explanations from them. We got explanations from the people who drew them, and... And it's almost too easy that the Ghost Game staff chose Gamamon. <laughs> That's really good. Actually, I hope they do another illustration contest, because this one turned out very Absol- nice. Absolutely. Yeah, and here's the thing. Could definitely, think, and you can just pick a different roster of Digimon. Yeah, here's what too. I was going to say. There's only two changes from seeing it from beginning to end. There's only two changes I can think of to improve it. Ignoring stuff like make the prices even more opulent. One... Um, figure out the legal stuff to widen the pool. So it's not yeah. just Japan and the yeah. US. Now, for the first one, that makes perfect sense to see if it even works. I understand why people would be upset by it. It also makes perfect sense that for the first one, that's what they're going to do. And two, I would say that add some type of twist, not necessarily for the contest itself, but for what to do with the art. Because, like, some of these are good enough that they really deserve more than just cards, to be honest. Like, that Lilymon yeah, one, I would buy a print of. something with the Lilymon, especially because the Lilymon, you know, that's not a that's not an ultimate, so you're going to have to have all the crap at the bottom. Yeah. So, I... Well, no, because it, no, 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 it may not be a Lilymon card. Oh, I, I guess. I mean... You could what fig- kind of you- cards? What kind of cards besides ultimates don't have the in stuff at the bottom? Uh, that's true, because even if it was in a... a uh, option you, cards do, you too. Could, you could make it an option card with very little text, though. Mm. But yeah, that kind of belies the point of it, and still doesn't fix the problem, which is... Because... Yeah. See, you know, what the, oh, you know what they should do? They should offer um, either sleeves or mats of some of these. Ooh. Oh, yes. 
sleeves. Sleeves with a lily mon would be amazing. Yeah. Because, like, the Agumon one, I think you could do a mat of. Because that one you can crop more off if necessary. But yeah, the the Lilymon one won, and out of all the ones that made it to the uh, second stage judging, I think this probably is the right one to win. Even though I don't think any of us picked, talked about this one originally, did we? You don't really notice it necessarily when it's just kind of a composition with everybody else. Yes. But now that you see that, that it was chosen to win and see it up it close may, yeah. and appreciate all the details of it, it's like, yeah. yeah. It, re- it really makes sense. And to be really? fair, I was gushing over all the Mugendramon and Devimon. To be fair, really to be fair, badass. those all look nice. Like, yeah. they all look great. Um, yeah, so hopefully they do a second one of those and expand them a bit. And then the card game news continues for starter decks 12 and 13. Nothing super surprising with this batch, but some some nice artwork, I will say. I'm trying to decide which one. Gonkumon uh, is almost drawn a bit too like pseudo realistic for me. Like in that the sort face, sort of fits for Gonkumon though. Maybe like it 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 works for Gonkumon. I don't know if I'd appreciate that style for a lot of other yeah. Digimon. Yeah, a lot of good art on that. Um, God, it's weird just how many pre- art previews there have been lately, and we're. Within a couple weeks, we're going to start seeing Cross Wars previews. Yeah, it's hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine like what that will even be because we've come up with so many ideas of what that set could be. It could be any of those. It could be completely different. I'm really looking forward to it because of how wildly crazy they could be if they wanted to. I like the idea that we could just make the entire set be nothing but Shoutmon. No, and th- and no, but that, but that's up. fun. You could actually. I'm not saying they will. I don't expect them to. But you could do I something know, fun could. like that. I just want. I just want to. You just want a promo pack that's oops all Shoutmons. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God! The the parallel cards that are box toppers. It's just all Shoutmon with alternate artwork. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oops, or, all shout on. Exactly. Um, then, uh, Fun Digicuz had three episodes recently with audience-submitted decks. Card Battle had a match in theirs, which they're starting a little event thing. And we'll s- nothing that crazy in those. They didn't point out that Araki's on a losing streak, and he should do better. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just... I... I- I, I wish I understood Japanese because I keep trying to figure out if his head being shaved is a punishment or not. I assume not, but like all the image, all the promo images of him still has like the full head of hair. They would make a bigger deal of it if that was the. I assume connection. so. Like or they the, would have had video of him having it shaved. Or, no, they would have one of the guys come in with a costume that'd be bald. <laughs> and then in the least surprising news that everyone is giving their bad opinions on. Digimon source code has apparently been canceled. I, I forgot, forgot it that existed. Everyone did, and honestly, this is the smartest move I can think of. Yeah. It it was announced around when New Century launched, and as far as I can tell, people have been liking New Century. There's no reason to launch another mobile game that quickly when you have one that's actually working. I was confused when they announced it. We, like, we all were. Because New Century was still, you know, in its still doing really well and all of a sudden it's like another one and yeah very so, confusing yeah it makes perfect sense that this is being canceled some of the bad takes i saw was digimon's being disrespected with games no killing this is actually like the be- honestly the best thing you can do in that situation there's no reason to do this game 
it's a terrible idea unless there is something so unique about it that makes sense to do kill it and it just seems like a potential just gotcha yeah um and then hey people are getting their digimon x2s and there's issues i was under the impression originally that this is a board swap and apparently it isn't apparently it, it looks like the wrong rosters are loaded because they actually identify themselves as the correct device. Oh. Huh. So huh. so the roster loading was wrong, but like for example, if you get um the if you get one with the gold X, it says it's the gold. What but it has the ro- but it has the roster from the silver one, which means that hmm. they actually like loaded stuff wrong and it wasn't caught. And we'll see what happens with that, if anything. Because I do, I'm very glad that I am not involved in anything regarding that. Because oh no, <laughs> yeah. Because because I don't know if you just change, if you just say okay, we're swapping the rosters because that's what happened, or do you try to fix it? Do you offer an exchange? I don't know if you what you do in this case because I don't want to even think about that from the perspective of. Oh no! I drove them, uh, unscrew it, and Frankenstein them. I don't think they, and I don't think they've said anything about this. No, yet. I don't no. believe they have. I, I, I think they need to have. I think they need to parade Habu out and have a fifteen-minute him talking about this. Just, I just want to see what he'd say. We can't go to the effort to swap them because there isn't enough interest. But we'll, <laughs> but we'll consider it for the future if it's something you guys really want. Although we don't have the budget to do such a thing because no one actually cares except a handful of fans. Admit and, that you want to see that cringe. <sighs> yeah, I don't know what you do here because here's the thing: um, even with the Ross, like they show the a few Digimon on the packaging, I get. Do you think they just ignore it in the end? Or at some point, do you think they just fix it and then just ignore it? I don't feel like they'd go to the effort to really do anything. I'd like to believe they'd fix it at some point. I don't know. It's very odd, because at first I thought it was a board swap. or Because uh, I believe it's just a um, a uh, solder joint. And which says which one is being sure. used. Yeah. But... It, it actually has information from both. It's just not on correctly. So we'll see what they do. That makes it more confusing. Um, they're re-releasing the Taichi and Greymon gem nearly five years after this one went up to pre-order. It's amazing how impressive this still looks, to be honest. Yeah, I wanted it very badly, but it was gigantic. And they made that nice... Uh, Image of all the Agumon ones side by side. And it looks badass. Yes, it does. And I'm sitting here going, and I 100% did not have the money last time. And I'm sitting here going, well, I have the money. I could get it, but I don't know if I have the space for something that big. So it's like, damn you, maturity. Damn you. Oh, but, yeah. that reminds me. I need to see if my... Uh... Diablomon? Well, I just I keep getting... Uh... The delay notifications? Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed um, you, to send me my wizard bond, but... U.S. pre-orders are already open for this one. So, good luck to whoever wants it. We have Paul... 
I like how the poll results like get stupider while also often being really obvious. Dragon's Roar gets over 25% of the vote. Oh my, the one with the dragons one. Ah, it's shocking. Shock of shocks. Yeah. And then second is Virus Busters. Oh, shocking. This is like the exact list you would expect. Goody goods. To be fair, Nightmare Soldiers was fourth, and Metal Empire has a lot of pricks in it. Metal, yeah. <laughs> Metal Empire's kind of badass, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, so like, slots three and four have a lot of bad guys. I would count this as the Dragons win, as you would Agumon, yeah, Agumon defeated everyone single-handedly. It keeps happening. I mean, Metal Empire, they're probably just voting for Mugendramon anyway, so... And Jungle Troopers at the end, because most people forget that that's actually one that exists. Yeah, but it's basically Wind Guardians 2. Yes. So. No one was... Behind sh- Unknown. No one was shocked that one was last. This is the best part. Like, normally, ev- there's always a complaint about something on the polls, no matter what. This one, I don't think I saw a single complaint about Jungle Troopers being last. It's like yeah, yeah, this is that's, not insane. That that's fair. Yeah. Yep. Um, then we have some more of the cherry blossom photos. It appears they may be done with these. They did a bunch to end them with, which looked very nice. I liked that they had the group shot near the end, and <laughs> I feel bad for whoever had to go to the effort to like pose these <laughs> for the photos. That feels like a lot of work. As someone who has definitely climbed these exact kind of trees to do stupid shit for photographs, um, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. yeah. But I regret nothing. Yeah. Then we got some behind-the-scenes photos from Anime Japan from after the panel and the Gamamon suit standing there, which is always good. Um, then Volcano Oda posted... He, he's been, like, the biggest source of stuff every anniversary when Wada Koji's passed away. And this year he posted images from an old flip phone he has not he refuses to throw away. And he notes that he got had permission from the family to post them. Uh it was them chatting about him becoming deciding he was gonna become an actor. And messages back and forth between them, it's just like damn. It, yeah. Very weird it's to okay. see I don't need functional emotions anymore. Yeah, very weird to see the flip phone and him being like, Yeah, I use a smartphone for everything now, but I have not thrown this away. And then there was also some game stuff. We had the anniversary of Sunburst and Moonlight, the Japanese versions of Don Desk, and we got new artwork that remembers there were two main characters. <laughs> Sayo and the other guy. Exactly. And Apollo Monsang are like, I don't need this, I was in Cross Wars. <laughs> And then and you'll never be seen again. And then, goddamn, wasn't expecting to have this come up. Battle Spirit Two for the Game Boy Advance. Masashi Harada. Pu- Masashi Harada pulled it out of his desk to take a photo. Remember, he is the modern day Volcano Oda. He's effectively in charge of the brand for Bandai. It's in his desk because he was in charge of the port. Like I'm just keeping this. In my desk. <laughs> well, it makes all the time. Well, a lot of people do keep like all that stuff. I grab a copy of everything I work on. Yeah, but and like he's in charge of the brand. It's just funny to see that. Like, oh, the Japanese guy in charge of the brand has a sealed copy of the Game Boy only port of a Wonder Swan game, and pulled it out for Frontier's 20th anniversary to take a photo. It's like, oh, 
I didn't expect to bring up Battle Spirit 2. Did you? Nobody expects Front- the Spanish. Uh, no, no, Battle Spirit. Exactly. Frontier Celebration Week. But yeah, that's a weird one, though, still. Um, then we get some ghost game social art because the show's coming back. They're running or being chased, more accurately. Although one character does not look like he's being chased. Simbare and Goromon looks like he was from a different image and they're like, shit, we need to include him. He, he, he looks too focused. And Tesla Jellymon could really use some eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good art. And then we finish that with Frontier Art for the 20th Anniversary. I was happy when I saw this one, to be honest. Suzanumon, it just looks nice. Yeah, I'm just happy with that one. It looks good. And then we'll move on to questions. You guys in the chat can throw yours up. Uh, Diego actually told, sent us a message to tell us what when uh, he got his uh, paladin kit. Um, the kit the kit will transform to dragon mode, but there's two asterisks to this. He said the first is they do not mention the transformation in the manual at all. It's not there. And the parts on the um, I always forget the name spurs. Sprues? Sprues. Yeah, sprues. The parts are there, but it's labeled as junk that you don't need for the kit. That makes sense, because yeah. on so, various kits with common uh Yeah. They just parts, label it as junk like, pieces. Hey, actually, yeah. you don't need this. Yeah. So that's what they've done here. It's the same sprues. They've just changed the labeling on those parts, and they've erased it out of the manual. So, yeah. Now, we knew it could go to Dragon because people have been getting them, but we weren't 100% sure if they were just doing it. Or if, like, yeah, so it's nice to get confirmation of what happened there. And then Diego also sent in a question. He wanted to know, if Kirby ate the main Digimon from Adventure, what powers do we think they would get? And more importantly, what hat? Wouldn't he get get their basic attacks? Well, that's the thing is, is it depends on the game. Like, Smash, he only gets, like, one-ish. Like one, yeah, one yeah. basic attack. But everyone has one signature yeah. attack. But see, but see, that's the thing is, is when you think of the hats, like, okay, he swallows Agumon. Does he get an Agumon head hat, or does he get, like, Tai Chi goggles and hair? Well, he gets, I think he gets for Agumon, he gets, like, this, the Agumon head okay. roomy type but, of thing. But does he get but the... Wait, he did it for Mugendramon, and it was, like, full mouth mode. Yeah. So oh, I was, only thinking, see, I was only thinking, I was only thinking the child. But, like, for example, for example, if he eats Palmon, does he get the Palmon King Rumi, or, does it, or is it a no, meanie hat? Palmon, I think he gets just, like, the sprout hat, like, the, the flower the flower hat what i what what really i just need the the whole point of all this is that we need someone to draw art of him with the gomamon mohawk throwing fish at people <laughs> i volunteer as tribute thank you yeah that that's that's, that's the only that's the only takeaway i had from this question yeah see the only gomamon, gomamon mohawk throwing fish there's a lot of potential for stupidity and fun um uh R.L. Sora wants to know, are we ready for Gundam the Witch? I think I'm the only one who likes Gundam between us three. Yeah. Uh, so Witch from Mercury, it looks nice. The Gundam design's different. The first 100% no oddity female protagonist for a Gundam anime. It, it, I just keep forgetting to watch Guns. Like, oh, that looks interesting. Well, here's, here's the I thing. Here's this. the thing. There's Gundam that you would like to There's a lot of Gundam that you'd watch and go, isn't this the same as the last one? There's a lot of Gundam that I've seen. 
Yeah. My friends who are who are into Gundam are excited for this. Oh, here's Gundam always tends to be better when it tries something different and it often does not. So it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it's a story about war orphans and how they are going to free oh no, they've done this for the tenth time. Oh yeah, no. but then they put a horse in a giant robot that's also shaped like a horse, and that was amazing. They've, I believe they've done that a few times, actually, but yes. But yeah, the mech design looks good and a bit different. The character design looks good. Uh, it's hard to judge Gundam until it actually shows up. I'm looking forward to it. But I, Gundam is too random because a lot of it ends up being derivative of other Gundam, as you would expect. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to it, though, if I have the time to watch it. Um, and then, uh, did we have any comments on the Kingdom Hearts 4 reveal? It looked... I... I really I, I, want I them to have another crossover with The World Ends With You. I haven't, I haven't paid attention, despite the fact that I am trying to convince myself to get into Kingdom Hearts lore. Like, I'm... I started playing the first one a while ago and remembered how much I hate playing Kingdom Hearts. Uh... So it's That's kind a of shame because it's, so it's one kind, of my favorite kind of like battle system. So it's kind of weird if you look at the art style. It actually reminds me of Try a Lot, where you can both see the natural evolution of the old stuff, but also like they've gotten rid of the big feet. Mm-hmm. And the it's world, like and I can force clown shoes for cosplay. And the color and the color schemes more realistic to a degree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like more Kingdom Hearts. There's various. They're all in, they're all in New Donk City. Exactly. There's ver- there's various bits that suggest we may be seeing a focus on Marvel and Star Wars from what people have oh. picked out of the trailers. Jeez. Uh, well, because here's the thing. Game 3 ended the story. So anything that came after was going to be different. I don't know if that's the path to take, but we'll see. As long as Kingdom Hearts keeps printing money, they're just going to keep pulling oh, shit yeah, out. Oh, no, yeah, totally. Yeah. As they gonna should. Because yeah. it's insane. And yeah. Exactly. It's just like it the more despite... stupid you make it, the yeah. more interesting it is. Like clearly, yeah. people are eating this up, and yeah. they should keep making it because oh, no, absolutely. it's so delightfully and, mad. And as pointed by Sora in the chat, it makes uh, them think of Final Fantasy versus thirteen, and that makes sense because that game was canceled, and we've seen stuff from that game show up in a hundred other projects. Obviously, Final Fantasy fifteen was basically rebooted versus. There's stuff from here that, yes, it's directly out of that old Versus trailer. That's not shocking. I'm pretty sure some of the characters in Kingdom Hearts 3 look like they were just mocking the Versus trailer, which is the same staff. So, not that shocking. Um, Then someone asked, what kind of teas and coffees and stuff like that do we drink? I do not drink either tea or coffee. Bubble tea, bubble tea, bubble tea, bubble tea, bubble tea. Uh... Get Mike a green tea and various coffees. Yeah, I'm more I'm more soda and water. Yeah, I, I, I've tried to drop soda Midas when I need it. Like, if I'm having pizza, I'll have soda. I've gotten down to one a day. Yeah, I, I, I'm down I'm to maybe... Found, and I found a few zero sugars that I don't hate. Uh, I would recommend the um, ginger ale green tea... Or the ginger ale lemonade. Those are actually really good. And they're not particularly sweet. Ginger ale lemonade sounds okay. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like ginger ale lemonade. I I don't know. It's hmm. pleasant. 
I can imagine being pleasant. It's just when I want ginger ale, I kind of just want ginger ale. If that makes sense. Like, I don't... Like, there's various... Like, there's cranberry... I just want ginger ale when I want it. That's fair. I like mixing up the ginger ales a bit. Then we were asked if we like bread pudding. No. No. I don't think I've ever had it, so... I'm sure I've had it at some point. I just know I don't like it. Um, Then uh, someone asked... They always see people talk about what TV and movies they think would work well if Digimon took inspiration from. What do we think of that? And, you know, what do we think Digimon could look at? <laughs> so these questions... are pulled from absolutely so everything. So these questions are weird because I like the question. I don't like when, I, when it's done on Twitter because it invariably ends up being someone just going... Uh, it's like when we talked about the Mario Kart thing a while back. Where we saw people going, um, they should do another Digimon racing game, and it would work if they just make it exactly like Mario Kart, and that would sell. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's like it's like it's like it's like yeah, that misses the fucking point. If they could do yeah, that, they yeah, would no. do that. So yeah. it's, so no, to well, me, I'm t- I was trying to think about this as, as an actual like a Digimon show that is clearly inspired by something Digimon has not already taken so from I thought that of would a, work as a I, Digimon show. I thought of a great answer from for this because I know I it's something. Okay, you you go first. No, no, I, no, you go first because I want you to guess what I think of because I guarantee it's something that nobody would okay. so, expect me to say. So I was sitting there thinking of this one very seriously because it's, it, it's like a very serious version of one that people tend to do flippantly on social media. So I was like, actually think about it and i came up with an answer that at some point i'm going to send both of you and make you watch so we'll revisit this i think symphogear see as i haven't seen that so mm, i'm not entirely I'm not so, familiar with that one so so here here's why a lot of character stuff really good battles lots of good quality music which is something that i think you have to have with digimon yeah and Absolutely. i think that if you look at the battles in Symphogear, they're better versions of the battles in 2020, but it has the character stuff it needs. So it feels like looking at 2020 and then Symphogear, it makes you go that, ignoring the fan service in Symphogear, that you can almost see them coming from the same mental place, even though they're not that similar. And I sit there going, huh, if you had that character stuff, properly done it feels like you'd have something that works well with digimon especially since symphogear juggles multiple characters anyways so it felt like something that if it fits you have the music the fighting the character stuff which is where 2020 missed the mark no question of anything mm-hmm. if it had that character stuff i sit there going the plot was about as thin as a lot of Digimon stuff often is when you break it down. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an average but, Digimon plot. But if you took random episodes where we went, the fight was okay, it's okay, it's C minus, whatever, but you had some proper, you know, five, ten minutes of proper character dialogue, and you'd go, Hey, that's a solid B if it worked. And so I, I I'm saying that because it feels like it hits the right notes. And I can see it when I watch the show. And it's ones I have spare copies of that at some point I'm sending you guys. And then you guys are going to actually have to comment on that. If it's streaming somewhere, I can just... I have enough subscriptions between my family and friends that I could probably take a look at some of it. Yeah. 
Dev, I believe it's your turn. I think AR want to go last. What came to mind mostly was just like Magical Girl in general. See, I'm not sure Digimon's far enough off for that to work yeah, for me at least. Close like to that already. Like, is there a specific example, I guess? Uh, probably what comes to mind is, uh... Don't say Sakura. What came to mind? Uh, I think she said Nanaha. Nanaha, okay. Yeah, because, like, you have, like, technology going on there, and fancy upgrades. Nanaha, in particular, that has potential. Like, I think they're already kind of... The idea of Magical Girl in general, it seems like they've already incorporated in a little bit, but going in a na- Nanoha direction, that is a little, that's a bit of a, that's a little bit of a difference and a differentiation I think I could get behind. Yeah. Okay, AR, I think it's your turn. Arl Sora said slasher films, and which made me realize that just how many additional, how different this question would have answered before Ghost Game came out. Like, Ghost Game really does tick a lot of boxes that it sort of is an answer to this question in its own right. It kind of ticks them in a generic way, though, is the one issue I have with them. Well, I'm not talking about the quality, just the fact that it is taking inspiration from from a very different set of media that hasn't really been hit on before. My answer is, and bear in mind this would be a somewhat cleansed, uh, sanitized version of it, but just the concept of it. Fist of the North Star. So what I'm imagining is the idea of sort of, instead of having this ensemble cast, of just having one central human character and a Digimon partner just going around getting involved in various things. AR, I'm glad that you've just pitched a V-Tamer anime. <laughs> and not necessi- but not necessarily- no, 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 I, 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 yes, I know, that's a purposely I flippant. I, I know the immediate thought is V-Tamer, but just No, I, I know a, what you mean. Of a Kenshiro figure who does, doesn't necessarily, you know, his background isn't but, necessarily as clear, and is... But we, we had that show already. A, we had that show just, already. Adventure 2020, it's Taichi and Agumon walking around and helping people that they find. Yes, but do it on purpose purpose and don't pretend that you have to get the rest of the characters involved. And actually, you know, develop a character. That's the the episode where Ogremon came back. Yeah, that one, like, if that was, like, the sole focus was an Ogremon, and maybe, you know, instead of Cutemon, have, like, a human partner, that'd be an awesome series just focusing on them. See, I, the idea makes sense. I'm not sure that type of show works anymore. In, in the sense of the audience tuning into it, I mean. Like, the idea is very solid, actually. If you get... Uh, you have to sell the main character in yeah. that regard. It has no, to you're be not, a lot better wrong. than... It has to be a lot better than Reboot Taichi, but... I, I think there's potential there. It's Just the idea hard. of... Especially if it starts like it's he's not isekai in there. Like he's there to start with. He's been there a while, clearly. It's weird that now, now what you said just pushed my brain to Digimon as an actual isekai, isekai rather than just with the generic tropes. Oh, gets Digimon is an actual isekai. It doesn't feel like it is though. There's That's no because it was. In. Well, it wasn't Frontier almost. <laughs> <laughs> Frontier, Trakui almost gets hit by a truck. He does almost get hit by a truck in the first episode. Yeah. Um, 
Did, no, I get the you thing mean. is adventure adventure is an isekai, but it was back when isekai was good. I don't know. A lot of the ones are good now. They're just kind of trashy. They're not bad. They're just very different than what yeah, we expect. Well, adventure is not trashy, but it is isekai. Uh, it's Ray Earth. God, it's weird to think Ray Earth in that genre at all. Like it's so is different it? than. But it's like it counts. No, I'm not. No, I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm just saying it's so different than what that genre is now. That minus the literal trappings of it, it's really not part of it anymore. Like yeah, it is, just but because you know what Isekai I mean. has gotten such a trashy definition that we forget that those that that's existed since like Dante's Inferno. Yeah. Dante's uh, Inferno is a self-insert <laughs> isekai Bible fanfiction. Ramon wants to know, are we going to eat a lot of chocolate to celebrate Ghost Games Return? Probably not. I like chocolate, I just don't see myself going out of the I effort. to. don't have a lot on hand other than the leftover the Girl Scout cookies I still have, which is dwindling rapidly. Thin mints? Oh, um, yeah. I think I finished off the Thin Mints today. Yeah, no! the, thi- the Thin Mints are always the first finished off. Yeah. I-, I still have a box of them in the freezer. I think I still have a box or two of uh, of peanut butter patties. And then, uh, last chance in the chat for you guys. One- want to know, what were our take on the Pac-Man situation and the Chrono Cross remaster issues? Do we think they'll show up in the Ninja Turtle set? And they also mentioned that they tried the thing I recommended on their NES, and it worked. I don't know about the Pac-Man situation. Okay, okay. Let me let let's do the Chrono Cross one first because that one's okay. less interesting. Uh, the remaster has issues. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, like uh, issues that probably can be fixed. It's just a matter of if they fix them and things that should have been well, dealt with in the first hand. Yeah. I mean, they did fix the a lot of the ones for Chrono Trigger. Yes, but a lot honestly, of honestly, uh, my, my my Chrono Cross having remaster issues is probably the best tribute to a better tribute to Chrono Trigger than Chrono Cross itself. Meh, you're not wrong. Uh, people seem to be happy with how Radical Dreamers came out at the very least. Not just because they got Radical Dreamers. <laughs> that was the biggest shock of that, to be honest. Um, okay, so so the Pac Man situation. Uh, be- before we explain the issue, let's go ahead and jump back a long time ago. Um, arcade games, Pac-Man's doing well, and a company of, I believe it was college students, would make mod kits for arcade games. Oh yeah, it was 1982. Yeah, and I believe they made a mod kit for, I want to say it was Asteroids. They got sued by Atari, and they settled, and part of the settlement was they could still make mod kits, but to distribute them, they had to have permission from any company. So they couldn't, they, they, basically they weren't going to do it to any games. That way Atari never had to deal with it again because they often had deals with it. So they were working on a game called Crazy Auto. Crazy Auto was a modification of Pac-Man. Um, it, it looks like Pac-Man, but he had like a blue hat and he had little legs. Um, they contact Midway, who's the license, the company in charge of Pac-Man in the U.S. licensed from Namco. Midway's had great success with Pac-Man. Namco's very slow to make more. And Crazy Auto's a great game. It's legitimately a great game. And you will have never heard of Crazy Auto, but you will have heard what they then changed it into. Miss Pac-Man. Change the graphics. Change the graphics. Miss Pac-Man is Crazy Auto. It's the Mm -hmm. same game. It's changed graphics. 
Um, so, so Midway does some others, and at some point, Namco reclaims the rights, partially under the idea that Midway may not have had the rights to make their own Pac-Man games. So Namco claims that they have an agreement with those college students, which goes back where they get they can't stop Miss Pac-Man stuff from being made, but they get royalties on Miss Pac-Man and anything that was introduced in Miss Pac-Man. I think I know where this. I think I read something about where this okay, is leading yeah. to. So uh, Miss Pac-Man gets plenty of re-releases. Everything's well. Those guys have all gone into different businesses. They still get along with each other. Uh, they still occasionally pull out the one crazy auto machine there is to bring to events. Um, and Namco over the years has licensed out Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man to various companies mm-hmm. to do re-releases, blah, 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 blah. And then um, a few years ago, they start talking to those guys about buying out their royalty rights just so that it's like, my understanding is the deals were going to be very fair. They were talking to them. They were talking to other licensors so that everyone would be on the same page. There'd be no arguments and then uh, a company that was involved with Namco Bandai made them a bigger offer without telling Namco Bandai, and that's At Games. Uh, At Games then announces they've gotten the rights to Miss Pac-Man, and they're going to be including Miss Pac-Man on stuff. At Games apparently didn't know what they were actually buying. This is a messy divorce between Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man. So uh, Namco Bandai basically decides they are not going to pay royalties to at games. Anything that's been Miss Pac-Man has generally been a company doing it with the permission of Namco Bandai, but they've had to deal with it on their own. And I believe that's been completely limited to uh, arcade replica stuff. So basically that's why there's been no release of Miss Pac-Man for a few years. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing a big Pac-Man collection uh like the I the one I mentioned, Pac-Man Museum Plus, and the thing is, is Miss Pac-Man actually shows up in various Pac-Man games. Yeah, and that would fall under the royalty rights. They've redesigned her and changed it into a new character, Pac-Mom. Yep. Uh, so that's the part I heard about. Yeah. So Miss Pac-Man, the game, is not included because that is a game that falls under the royalty rights, as does any of the characters that first appeared in it, such as Miss Pac-Man, and I believe it's. Baby Pac-Man. So now you have, I believe it's Pac Jr. who has shown up before, and Pac-Mom. They've changed her design, they've changed the color, so it still kind of looks like Miss Pac-Man, but it's like a pink, fluffy hat, rather than, you know, they've changed it. And She's got a new hat! Yeah, so they've changed the designs for, say, they just did the ar- an arcade re-release of, uh, I always forget the name of it, uh, Pac-Land. The, the side-scrolling arcade mm-hmm. game. Yes, the Smash stage that everyone yeah. hates. So that's been changed, and people have noticed that in trailers for the collection, you can see trophies of the new version of Baby and Pac-Mom. And they, there's no imagery of Miss Pac-Man in the game. So basically, until they've decided how to deal with it, they're just removing Miss Pac-Man from everything. And it's not that surprising. Fun it's not good for preservation, I say this as some like you can still buy Miss Pac-Man games right now, so at the moment it's not a huge issue minus being an oddity, but at some point shit needs to get dealt with, especially since most people consider Miss Pac-Man the better game. Better, yes, because it literally was a ROM hack of Pac-Man to be more appealing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the issue there, and it needs to be dealt with at some point. I'm not shocked they're doing it because 
is basically you had a business partner stab you in the back and you're going to do anything you can not to pay them at this yeah. point. At some point, they need to deal with it one way or the other, though. Um, and the one thing that's been clarified many times is it the character rights are purely royalty rights. They get no say over anything, even though they apparently thought they did. These rights are purely, if Miss Pac-Man or something from that game appears, they get paid. Yeah. So they're not going to have her appear. The end. Uh, the I'm not shocked. I'd prefer it be dealt with, but I understand why, at least at the moment, we're only a few years out from it happening. I doubt anyone's in the mood to talk. Maybe oh, instead God. of pack instead of pack mom, they should just go they should just make it canon that he got a divorce and it's now pack mistress. Oh, people are already joking <laughs> that on their own. Okay. Like like that's what the joke they're making is is all the photos have been replaced. Any image of her has been like taped over with a pink hat. So that so that is the Pac-Man situ- situation. And yeah, do we think any of them could show up Ninja Turtles? It's always possible. I don't think any. The only ones that have ever shown up in the past that I recall have always been changes made to make them more relevant at the time, like the. Re-release of the game in 2007 changed the character profile artwork to be the movie art from the time. Or when they re-released it in 2003, it used the actors from the four kids show. I don't think any of them were legally based. They were all, like, attempts at relevance. But we'll see. I I, I would expect at most maybe some uh, changes to the credits on the um, boot-up screen. A lot of times you'll remove Nintendo from those because it has nothing to do with Nintendo. I would hope they're dealing with any of that. The prior Konami collections have actually been rather good about that, to be honest. So we'll see. I mean, they they were bragging about the Japanese realms being there, and literally the only reason to have those are some mild differences and some more ass in one of the games. So apparently they have it covered, so we'll see. And I'm very glad you're able to beat the damn stage. (laughs) <laughs> let's see did any more questions pop out while we were doing that uh Sora's asking us about blue reflection i have to be honest i don't know what that is i thought that was a gundam song i don't think that's what they're asking about but i think that's uh, the name the, of a gundam song. is that white reflection uh white I reflections again blue reflection is okay it's a role-playing game that Koei Tecmo published. I have not played that, Sora. Yeah. Um, I'm looking it. at it. It. I think I know why they ask, though. From looking at one or two screenshots, it effectively looks like uh, Cyber Sleuth, but playing uh, as girls oh, in skirts. Does. Like looking at it looks I mean, like it looks like Cyber Sleuth. Far, that's still not far off from Cyber yeah. Sleuth. I uh, reviews. Basically, in the 60s, it looks literally like Cyber Sleuth, to be honest. I mean, I assume that's why they asked. Eh, if there's a copy on PC, I'll grab it at some point, I'm sure. If, if if there's a copy on Steam, I will go ahead and try this for five minutes if the game's ever cheap. My train wreck of thoughts saw the sunflowers in the background. It's like, oh, now I want some sunflower seeds. Yeah. It looks fine. I mean, apparently an anime aired just a few months ago. So this is actually an active franchise. I mean, it look it looks fine. I don't know if it looks... I wouldn't say it looks special. It looks... Oh, I see why they brought it up. Uh, it, but looking at the stuff, it was pointed out that inspirations for it were stuff like Sailor Moon, Ray Earth, which we mentioned. 
Yeah, it looks fine. Um, I I can't really comment because I've played it. it. It looks very cyber sleuthy to me. So yeah, I might check a couple of uh, YouTube videos and I, see how it yeah. plays. Th- this is this is the type of thing that I will actually put on my list for looking for when games are discounted on Steam. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if I might, I might watch. I'll watch a trailer of this. Because yeah. as far I as I can tell, my friends, whenever uh, Steam sales come up, stop enabling me. I have so much backlog. I generally don't buy stuff unless it comes on a Steam sale. Generally, yeah. Uh, I mean, looking at it, okay, it is on Steam. Oh my God, is this one of those games that has a thousand DLC things? I I went into a deal search. It's like Blue Reflection, Blue well, Reflection you get special all the costumes, Deluxe Edition. Bath towel set, sailor swimsuit yeah. set, <laughs> maid set. Yeah. What have you okay. sent? What have you sent us to, Sora? Is Steam. This, I, I think this is getting to be less cyber sleuth and more Neptunia. One, one second. <laughs> I'm pulling up it on Steam. Okay, you know there is a, there's a lot of DLC. It's not quite as insane as I thought it would be. It looks what like was that last series where you looked it up and it was just like pages and pages. No, that, and pages that was a Dead or Alive six, and it was like thousands of dollars. Yeah. It looks yeah. like here, it's expensive if you buy the DLC separately. If you buy bundles, it looks like all the DLC is all optional clothing. It ends up being seventy or eighty dollars, but the yeah. game itself appears to be the complete. It depends. It depends on how much you want to play dress up. Yeah, it it looks like the game is the game, and the yeah, the seat the it, yeah, season pass $80 gets you all the costumes and a special event which they sell you for 99 cents separately, which appears to be the only actual content. The rest is just costumes. Play dress up. Yeah. Play dress yeah. Up. So so if this game shows up for ignoring the season pass gonna, stuff, if this I, game... I was going to I was going to joke about um about Cyber Sleuth not having a, a dress up a bit but it there does. is a dress up. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you can dress up yeah. the main character. I, I I would say this looks like a pretty standard 90s JRPG with prettier graphics which is roughly Cyber Sleuth. If this showed up for like $25, I'd probably get it and try it out to be honest. It looked fine. And there's a sequel. And it has various costumes also. I don't want it. Uh, don't be hating on my dress up. No, RPGs. okay, okay, okay. Are you ready for the costume names for game two? Oh, ha- Hospitable kitties, beachside puppies, summer night vacation. These don't sound exactly appropriate. I, I know exactly where they're going with all of those. To be fair, it, it's playstation 4 and vita and it's on stage it actually doesn't look like an adult game it just oh no no it's not it it has the theme oh i know it just just has the smell of it it's yes it's neptunia but yeah honestly if if this was if this was on sale for 25 bucks and someone said hey it's a decent jrpg i'd probably get it if forget about it ended up playing it at some point in a few years honestly i still have to play all the Tales games on my backlog. Yeah. Of course, we're assuming that's the blue reflection they mean. They could have met white reflection and typed in the wrong color. That would be embarrassing. Um, but yeah, it looks fine. It looks like a, it looks like a not great it's JRPG like that's it, probably fine. It, it looks like something that's sort of yeah. out of the range of our yeah. conversation. I believe, I believe that's it for questions. AR... Uh, Ian has a, well, Ian oh, has a request one? for dev that I think needs to be at least presented. Okay, Dev, if you wish, do your Kirby impression, but calling out a Digimon attack of your choice. 
That's as bad as good as you're getting on short to, notice. To be that fair, to choice. be fair, yeah, I was gonna say that's actually that's like that was not really. I come with sound effects <laughs> pre-installed. Dev's a soundboard. You just poke at her with a stick, and she makes Kirby noises and goat noises. I've terrified people with my yes. surprisingly accurate farm. Yes, animal, I, uh, yes, I've heard that. Representations. Kar, I believe you had various plugs this time. What have you been up to, and what will you be doing? Let's see. I did. I did get around to that question about um, whether the reboot deserves all the hate. Uh, in last week, in the you know, since it was the end anniversary, I managed to post that. The answer was no with a but. Uh, I did finish chapter 18 of Rear Eyes, so I have one slash two chapters left, getting really close. Better hurry, there's only like 10 days left. There's only 10 days left, so I have to be really yeah, close. You, I, have yeah, not, you... I have not posted my thoughts on that yet, that'll go up tomorrow. Also, two really cool announcements. My, I do, I'm running a Digimon panel at Anime Central in Chicago in May. Ooh. So that's something to look forward to next month. I'll be bringing the panel back now that I'm going, now that ASEN is a thing again. And also, I did not, I've not gotten this on Twitter yet, but KitsuneCon in uh, mid-July, we have announced Ben Diskin as a guest. Nice. Where is that one? That is in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Okay, no way in hell I'm going to there. Yeah, any any convention that AR mentions, if he does not clarify, you can assume it's in the heart of Wisconsin. Yeah, it's I, I generally stick within the, the yeah. Great Lakes states for, for my conventions. But yeah, it's in Green Bay, Wisconsin. We are having Ben Disk, and I will be running my Digimon panel there as well. I will try to get Ben to stop by, but he's going to be in high demand, so no promises there. <laughs> but I will get a picture of him with Agumon and Cutemon, so. Yes. Better be done with Rear Eyes by next week, AR. If they decide to I, kill, if they decide to kill stuff a day or two ahead of time, they could. You may get stuck on, right at the end. I'm on. I'm on pace. I'm okay. Okay. Dev, I only have, yeah, like I said, one or two chapters left at my current pace. I'll be fine. Dev, name a Wikimon article you want people to take a look at. Uh, Nisei Agumon Hakase, because oh, like, I was gonna say in tribute to the Kirby discussion, Poyomon. Oh, that would have been better. Wouldn't the best option be Burtmon? No, Poyomon. Burtmon is oh, a second yeah. rate. Burtmon is a second rate knockoff. <laughs> but yeah. And I run with the will as always and lots of stuff coming up. With the show coming back, I expect a deluge of news that I ex- they've probably been holding back stuff while they figure out what's going on. Although I would say at this point we can probably solidly say that all the speculation over stuff being deleted is probably bullshit at this point because there's no, no way no, in, no, no no way in hell they had they had shows writ all the shows ready to back to go in a month if stuff was being deleted and we said that was bullshit when it first came up. Yeah. So that yeah. They confirmed exactly what. Yeah, they've happened. they've gone yeah. into more details on the nature yeah. of what happened. Yeah, it's not really relevant for us, but yeah, at this point. It was just them shutting down everything to figure it out. Shockingly, the internet was wrong. I'm people lying <gasps> on the internet for I attention. know. I'm shocked. N- next, you're gonna tell me that people on the internet have opinions about Star Trek. What the fuck is Star Trek? Exactly. We will catch you guys next time with an actual ghost game discussion. Thank you for. Hey. Sh- thank you guys for showing up. We'll catch you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.